1: Betches Media presents. Ha ha, laugh, funny. Mention it all, a bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it. With Dylan Hafer. Hold on, check me, bro. And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to
2: start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep, we.
1: Hey,
0: everyone. Welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I'm Dylan Hafer.
1: And I'm Barry Rosenfeld.
0: And. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God Guys, we are. You know what's crazy? Touch Ching. Barry and I are currently holding <laughs> hands, not in a weird way, but in, it is weird because it's the first time Barry and I have ever recorded this podcast in the same room with each other.
1: We are looking at each other, not through a screen. Like, we are sitting next to each other. Actually, it is- but
0: you know what? I just told a lie because... Like an hour ago, we recorded together an interview that you're going to hear tomorrow with one Andrea from Winterhouse. Yes, so that's coming tomorrow. We did already record that, but this is the first episode you will be hearing. Yes, that we have recorded together, which is very exciting.
1: The headphones, the mic. The magic is
0: in the air. Gotta say, this uh this little batches podcast setup, pretty legit. It's amazing. <laughs> pretty
1: legit. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty
0: legit. But then Raquel, what's happening with your nose?
1: Yeah. So today, in person, in the flesh, we're talking about Vanderpump Rules and Below Deck.
0: We are, of course, and we're diving right in. Tomorrow, in addition to our Andrea interview, we will be discussing. Ultimate Girls Trip. Mm. They they kind of threw a wrench in our schedule by dropping those episodes early. I'm not going to lie. But, of course, excited, thankful, very much enjoying the show. And we will be recapping it on Thursdays during this season. Yes. So.
1: You know what's funny is, so Winter House is 17 days. Like, that's how long they were in the house for. Okay, sure. it's a season. Ultimate Girls Trip, they're there for
0: seven days. And they're I think they're going to end up being, like, the same amount of episodes.
1: Yeah, it's...
0: Those all stars band, they don't fuck around.
1: They really bring it.
0: They really bring it. Uh, yeah, we 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 will save it for tomorrow, um, because Vanderpump Rules is just so great and exciting that we have to talk about that today. Well, I think you you and I were talking a little bit offline in person,
1: guys. How let's Usually play a drinking game? The, how many times you talk about being in person today? Well,
0: the funny thing about the pandemic is that we always say like, oh, let's take this offline, but like. For the last year, all of our communications have exclusively been online Mm -hmm. for the most part. Um, But I think the thing with Vanderpump Rules is that it just feels like we're we're repeating the same few things. And none of those things are that exciting.
1: Um, Yeah. Like I personally, we didn't need to hear about Raquel's nose job at all. And thus far, we have heard about it in, like, three episodes. And here's the thing. I take that back. I don't mind listening to her talk about herself and what she wants to do. And, okay, that's fine. But if that's the only thing, it's, like, we need – this show is better than that. Like, you you need to, pull, like, figure out what's going on. Well, well, the thing
0: is, it's not just that we're hearing about Raquel's nose job at all. It's that we have – One scene where Raquel is talking to Ariana about James talking about the nose job. Right. We have one another scene where James is talking to Lala about the nose. And Lala is like trying to talk some sense into James. And then we have a third scene just in this episode where finally James and Raquel talk about it. And that scene went on for a while. Finally, James actually did apologize
1: after Raquel is like, stop talking about my fucking face. Guys, this is a like... a a nose job it's not like and i cannot and i've said this last week too i cannot even believe we are talking about this for this long but it's the content they're giving us
0: well and the fact that james is so unaware of how he comes across on the show that he is literally saying to lala quote i don't want a fiance with a botched nose like first of all raquel Her nose job isn't like exactly the way she wanted it to be, but she doesn't have like a clown nose on her face. She looks fine. And so for him to be acting as if the current nose or whatever happens after Dr. Dubrow does his thing is going to be like so. Oh, oops. (laughs) OC on the brain. For him to be acting like it's going to be like so awful that he can't look at her. It's like, first of all, that's not going to happen. Also, how
1: fucking shallow are you? Second of
0: all, who cares? She's your fiance. This, and he's saying like, you know, do you think I brought her home the first night I met her because she had a butt. She knows no, I like the way she looks. And it's like, yeah, she looks better
1: now than she did then. So by him saying that though, he like legitimately was admitting that he liked her for her looks.
0: Right. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with no, saying but, that you like, that's but part that's of something. But that's why
1: you would leave her too.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Which you is know, not okay. Like, you know,
0: you, Ray Huger will be dead by the time Raquel loses her looks.
1: Bite your tongue. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I don't even know. I feel like at this point of the season we're going to now, are we going to see the surgery? Like, are we going to see everything play out? I don't know.
0: It depends how quick she can get to selling those feet pics.
1: Honestly, toes, not a bad gig.
0: Toes for the nose.
1: Yeah, I would. Gladly participate in that. I
0: liked hearing Charlie talk about all of their wiki feet profiles and how important it is to her to have a solid score on wiki feet because that is something I don't really get into that you know like I, I haven't, haven't
1: heard that in ye- when I tell you years when she said it I was like holy shit that exists still oh my god <laughs> yeah I feel like f- f-
0: foot pics are more of an industry than ever well, I mean, because I feel like OnlyFans has made it easier because you can you can make an OnlyFans that's like basically just feet pics.
1: People are literally when they post pictures on Instagram, they're like, "No free feet pics here," and they like cover it with um
0: yeah like words. It's like um how there are some celebrities like I think um I think Kristen Bell does this where they put emojis over their kids' faces yeah. in photos. Yeah, it's like you can put like a little a little smiley face or even just put a foot emoji over your feet.
1: Wow. I think we're getting somewhere. Um, Barry's like immediately going to go to
0: the bathroom in the office and take like self, foot pics to foot, pose.
1: Foot fees? Like selfies? Like foot fees? Mm. Like kill that. Okay. Um, let, <laughs> let's talk about the, the next, the next, like, our bullets. Okay. Going down the list. Yeah. Schwartz and Sandys, because this is something that we can see play out because it's actually, I'm just going to try to build it up. It, it's nice to see the different meetings and the fact that yeah. Katie did invite herself along and actually did prove herself the, for yeah. being there.
0: Schwartz and Sandy's, even though I I don't necessarily care, it at least feels like something that should be a storyline on this show. Yes. Whereas Raquel's nose job, it's like why are, we're still talking about this. Schwartz and Sandy's, you know, Tom Tom was a hit storyline. The restaurant is a thing. It's real. And, you know, with Schwartz and Sandys, it just feels like we are. It feels so. This is the eighth episode of the season, and it feels like not very much progress has been made. Wait, are you being
1: serious? Yeah. And these are the same things we've been talking about every single eight times. This we have was been yeah. About this that. was episode eight. I feel Like it's like four, the fourth episode.
0: <laughs> um. But yeah. So it's like okay, we decided on a name. Nothing, you spelt it wrong. We found out that Schwartz isn't isn't getting approved for the home equity loan. But nothing in terms of actual progress on the the physical space, it doesn't feel like anything has happened. And they still are in this position where their investor Greg, who we were sort of led to believe was like fully on board, still feels like he's only, you know, still being convinced. And somehow all of a sudden Katie is like the only one who actually seems to be helpful in that situation. And I think Part of the reason that this storyline is hard be- is because Sandoval this season just seems like such a dick. And, you know, with without Jax there to sort of be the obvious dick in the group, all of a sudden... The obvious
1: head guy in the group?
0: Obvi- all of a sudden, it's like, oh, when Sandoval can't spend his time calling Jax an asshole, all of a sudden you... Sandoval just looks like the asshole.
1: Katie being there was such a blow to his ego Mm -hmm. that it was wild to watch. Can I just tell you, though, their mission statement seemed like we were in an acid trip. That is what... I, I was like, I don't even know what that means. I don't know what anything you just said means. But when Schwartz read his little thing before, <laughs> I thought that was the the mission statement. I was like, wow, that's so good. But then I don't know what that was that he was like reading.
0: Barry, um, so <laughs> I I think if we were to write a mission statement for this podcast, I'd yeah. be like, this podcast is... Mention it all. An, an ever-changing auditory experience It goes through your ear holes and into your brain and it's going to bring fantastical visions of wonder and housewives into your senses. And all of a sudden, you know, it's the lights
1: are on. The walls are talking. You're really in a magical place.
0: I don't. He clearly misunderstood the assignment in a literal, <laughs> in a no, in a literal sense because yes! Greg is like, okay, so that was word salad, and the actual point of the mission statement is so that like the people working here know kind of what the vibe is, and it feel this feels like one of those things where I think in Sandoval's head he is like the number one genius where he is like always gonna have the best idea of like what to do what should happen how things should work and so for Greg to be like first of all that's not even you completely misunderstood what this (laughs) was supposed to be and also what you just said like doesn't make sense doesn't mean anything and then for Katie to be like actually I think it should be this and he's like yes that do that like it is a big blow to Sandoval's ego but like he needs it.
1: Yes, and also have to correct myself because I said lead guy in the group and it is number Number one one guy guy in the group group. and what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) a very vulnerable scene with Schwartz when yeah. he went to Villa Rosa, you know, starting off talking to the swans, talking to the dogs, like he was he was in his element. Well,
0: Schwartz practically lives at Villa Rosa he really these do. days. There are some scenes there this episode. Him and
1: Lisa's relationship is just very sweet. It's cute, it it it's is. it's very cute. He was confiding in her and telling her about like his financial situation. You know what I found very interesting? Her and Katie later on in the episode. So they both told him they're like your family's not your responsibility. And in mm-hmm. my head, I was like, no, but like it, like it, like that's how he feels. yeah, And that's his motivation or reason for doing this. Like, why are people telling him otherwise? I think they were basically like your, um, you should concentrate on yourself and making money first before that be your, you know, motive. But mm-hmm. regardless, I feel bad. He literally is stressed. They have I don't want to say no money in the bank, but that's what he was alluding to, that he really needs this bar opened. Yeah.
0: Well, I think... I Yeah, no, I don't... Th- I think you're... What you were saying about how it is what he feels like his responsibility is, yeah, it's great to help your family, but it's not great to help your family when you, can- when you can't afford to, okay. you know? Yeah. And so when he's talking about this $900 that he won playing poker... And how he needs to give that to his brothers or his parents or whoever. And Katie's like, we have things we need, like, need that money for. Right. So it's not, you know, and especially when you're in a marriage like that, it's like, like, you have to be on the same page with this stuff. And if Katie is also like, we need this.
1: Do you think part of him was like, Lisa? Lisa. Can you help me? I know you have like plenty. Well, I don't know because like it
0: seems... It definitely seems like they don't want her to be involved in the. Imagine she's like Sandy's. sucks
1: for you. I would if I was investing. I would have.
0: Well, I would have. Um, so like it definitely seems like they don't want her involved in the business. And I would think that having her involved in the business would be like less of a blow to the ego than getting like a personal loan from her. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that would be pretty like last resort for
1: him. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. I feel like any time we recap this, we're like, we're always like, we'll see. Well, and I, don't-
0: I think the biggest we'll see is also uh, Lala and
1: Sheena and Brock's situation. Man because- of mystery. <laughs> femme fatale.
0: Yeah, so we have a femme fatale party, which I got to say, getting dressed up in like a tux and a gown to just <laughs> chill at your friend's house is not really my idea of a good time. The friend's
1: house we were at last episode. Yeah, I, I, and again, this is something where like... Because we love Vanderpump Rules.
0: I was thinking, okay, you know, it's the pandemic. We can't have a lot of right. parties and stuff. But they were filming this this summer. Like, they could have had... You know, they're going to bars and stuff. It's not like some of the seasons that were filmed last year where they really couldn't do anything. It's like...
1: It is very confusing. Very, why there's no other people at In these scenes or at these parties.
0: Right. And so, you know, basically the only the only like notable moment at this femme fatale party is when Sheena pulls Lala aside and they're talking through their stuff. And Sheena, I thought I I thought I understood where Sheena was coming from, because she's basically like we said we were good. Mm -hmm. And then you come at me with this Brock shit again at Lisa's house. So if are we good, because if we say we're good, I want to actually be good. And Lala, I think, you know, she says that she was coming from a good place. She only wants to look out for Sheena, which I don't think she's lying about that. Like, I do think she felt like she needed to say something because of this information she learned about Brock. But I I also still feel like she didn't go about it in the way that was the most, you know, considerate to Sheena.
1: Right. And the fact that Sheena had to actually ask, like dead seriously like I need to know if you are being genuine like I feel like but it seems like they are in a good place like Sheena the cry that she had when they hugged was a very like sincere she was bottling that in for a while and I feel like she's happier that they are on the same page right now but and I also appreciated the fact that Lala said can I go would you mind if I pulled Brock aside yeah that didn't go as planned Mm -hmm. (laughs) her I don't know if she was – she was basically telling Brock that she, he, she wasn't planning on coming for him. Like, that wasn't the plan that she had. But he kind of, like, didn't take that lightly. And they did say to everyone, guys, do you mind if I sit here? Like, can no one say anything? Well, Sandoval doesn't know ever what that means because he's like, well, if I'm in a group setting, like, I'm going to – he just, like, inserts himself and he can't stop himself.
0: Yeah, th- I mean, the Sandoval and Lala thing, they just don't actually have any real <laughs> reason to be <laughs> fighting with each other. Like, every time they have an issue, it feels like it's because Sandoval's inserting himself in this, in other drama that Lala's involved in, whether it was at the beginning of the season when Lala and Ariana were kind of having a little bit of an issue. But this, w- at least with that, it's like Ariana's his partner like he it makes sense why he would f- at least feel like feel like he wants to get involved with that but with this it's like Sheena and Brock don't need Tom Sandoval to come fight their battles and it feels like he really is just looking for a reason to pick a fight with Lala and he's just annoyed by Lala and therefore is using this as a way to be like Lala it's not always about you and it's like just it's not about you either
1: yeah, and to be honest, when they were at this drinks event, which there were more people there. I don't know who – I think there was more like just Sir servers. Yeah, like, Jesse,
0: the Sir, yeah. the server was there. So
1: like it happened again, and so this was like an, an actual apology tour of an episode. <laughs> but like he was given example. He was like two plus two, four, and then two plus two, four. And, and, and Lala was even like, dude, I, I can't. Like you're – Uh, exactly what you said. They're not fighting about anything. If you were to sit them down and be like, what are you guys fighting about?
0: Well, and I think Lala is the kind of person where she can be really messy and, you know, do things that are, you know, not coming from the best place, but she also doesn't want to fight with people that she doesn't have some kind of issue with. Yeah. And so with Sandoval, she, I think she just wants Sandoval to leave her the fuck alone. I
1: agree. I think it was funny where she was like, Wait, out of the whole world? I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you what I need to do to change. Like, really? I'm not. Yeah. I don't need your help. I don't need you. But.
0: Yeah. It's. I don't know. I did like that Lala and Brock. Made up. Made up a little bit. He invited her to his birthday party. That which was so I cute. Was...
1: Would you come to my birthday? That was not an Australian <laughs> accent.
0: <laughs> Julia. I thought it was a good, you know, a good starting point after, you know, earlier in the episode, he said that he felt like. She was giving him a backhanded apology, which is kind of true. I mean, she basically is saying, like, I'm sorry. Look, I'm sorry you felt attacked, but I felt like I needed to bring this thing up to Sheena. And it's like, just
1: apologize. Yeah. I don't... This is in the beginning of the episode, but I thought it was really weird that he was in uh, bar class just because I'm like, wait, is he going to be in every (laughs) single... I I don't not like Brock, but I'm like, Sheena seems like she hasn't been in a scene alone yet.
0: I know. It's like... I don't have a problem with Brock being like in the main cast. Right. Like, he, I mean, they cast him on the show. He is a full mm-hmm. cast member. But I I still, I don't care about Brock in the same way I care about Sheena.
1: Right. Like, Sheena's, well, our, Sheena's, Sheena's our girl. Sheena's been in our lives way longer.
0: Sheena Shea. Sheena Marie.
1: <laughs> Sheena Marie. We've Shea, seen. Shea. Future Davies.
0: Parks Valetta. <laughs> Sheena. Sheena Marie Shea Parks Balletta. You, okay,
1: sorry. Do you know that Sheena Marie, the way you just said it, you know the the song Skinna Dinky Dinky oh, Sheena Marie. Sheena Marie. Sheena Marie. Dinky Dinky.
0: <laughs> Splash Refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. at your local pharmacy counter you don't even need a prescription go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear use as directed
1: let's talk about board. hello dad yeah so the boat daddy's back boat, and better than ever bo- <laughs> <laughs> you're you don't want to be in
0: trouble with boat
1: daddy you don't want to go to the wheelhouse boat
0: daddy's back and in the mood for discipline <laughs> it is kind of satisfying that the first per- The first people Captain Lee really gets mad at this season are the guests.
2: Guests.
0: He's like, I'm madder in four pissed on chickens and you're not gonna fuck with me again or else your charter will be over.
1: These, okay. These grown ass men... Being told to go to the wheelhouse and sitting there looking like little sad puppies, they look like they're gonna
0: pee their pants. And
1: Captain Lee doesn't even move or bat an eye. Is the greatest thing ever from them being complete assholes the night before to anyone that was in front of them. Mm-hmm. They were like, "We're real, we're real, we're really sorry."
0: And then when the guy has to go to Heather and, like, yeah, I'm really sorry, I called you an asshole. I'm sorry, I told you to get the fuck out of the way. Sorry. Um, sorry,
1: like in the movie Super Bad, and he's like,
0: sorry. I've only seen Super Bad.
1: I knew you were gonna say that because I know no. when you watch Super I know that. I've seen I it. I know that.
0: I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pull a con air and tell you that I've never ah, seen it. Okay. I've only seen it once.
1: So this is my favorite new segment that I made up myself where I write down something Captain Lee said each episode. Yes, and this hit. episode he said makes me want to take a dump in his mother's dinner plate.
0: <laughs> you know,
1: some I can't that's so funny that
0: some people are into that.
1: where does he come up with this? I really
0: I was saying earlier i I want to know if he goes into the season with like a little <laughs> note on his phone of like funny thing funny shit to say. and you know, every time he's gonna film a scene, he just kind of like makes a mental note of like but it's okay, a- okay, try to work the dinner plate one into this this scene
1: I and he either does that or he hits us with. Idiots. One worders. <laughs> Wait. Dylan, you know What's so funny? So obviously you're very talented at um impressions and accents. Okay. I think I have you on the low voice of Captain Lee. Like my voice is lower <laughs> <laughs> than that. You can,
0: I'll, give, I'll give you that one. I don't need I don't need them all. Um <laughs> but okay. So back to our crew our crew relations. Um, Reina is struggling a little bit now that Jake has been promoted to lead deckhand and her, her boo is now her boss and she is just, you know, I think there's a, I think, I think both sides could be handling the situation a little better. I think there are certain moments in which he's not being, you know, super polite to her mm-hmm. or he could be like, you know, a little more, Understanding of a boss But also I think she's A little bit like Pissed off that The guy she made out with Is now her boss
1: 100% she's pissed But at the same time Just from the From the way we're watching it I'm like really Like he's changing around this For what re- Like I hate when people are like So he was put into this position And now he's just like Making up things to do Yeah
0: changing the schedule In the middle of why? a charter Feels weird to me Like they why wouldn't you do that for, it, Why Tim? wouldn't you do that For next charter
1: Also has he ever heard If it's not broke Don't fix it Like why is he doing that? It's just bizarre, but... I
0: I didn't love, though, that when Raina sort of voiced her frustrations to Eddie, it felt like Eddie immediately took Jake's side, and he was like, well, maybe you should just try and, you know, handle it. And it's like, okay, so... So it didn't seem like he was at all willing to believe that Jake was actually being too hard on her. Correct.
1: And what's the word she used? I think I can't remember the word she used, but she was like, it's aggressive. Some, some, something's aggressive. He goes, well, it is, ag- it, it is aggressive. I was like, no, like give her some like, right. Like sensitive a little bit. She's, right.
0: Even if maybe she could be handle, handling it differently, there's also a chance
1: like two things can or be intense. true. She said intense and he's like, yeah. well, it is intense.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can't have those bumper covers flying oh into the god. water. Oh my god. And
1: then next week I think Cushions. we see another yeah, like I guys, unacceptable. This is a super yacht.
0: This is a yeah.
1: But then we also find out Jake is engaged. I think he had a bit of a slip, a slip of the tongue when he said that. Yeah, so
0: we have our <laughs> our fun night out, which it did fun. it did seem like a really fun this crew so far. They have a good time. Nobody's really been getting too out of hand. Um we see Eddie Eddie like picking up and dunking heather into the hot tub and then he has to go call his girlfriend and kind of be like nothing happened but i did pick her up but nothing happened but good thing you're not But if mad, you want to break you, up
1: with me you can't
0: good, good thing you're not mad oh wait you are mad okay you're you're the one being mad it's like
1: he's like know. if you want to end it just just end it say it
0: <laughs> yeah he's he seems like one foot out the door on this relationship. But also, I mean, he didn't, He it's not like he cheated on his girlfriend. No. He, he was being maybe a little bit, a, a little bit more handsy than would he's be like, appropriate. He's I didn't but.
1: smack her ass. just dunked her. And I'm like, dude, you don't have to, you didn't have to like say that, but I guess it's on cameras, whatever, he's being the nice guy. But uh, I found out Heather's not with her boyfriend anymore. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Found that out.
0: It's fun that she's like from Hawaii. Anymore. Doesn't always
1: work when you date a, Charter guest. Well,
0: that's true. Um, But so, yes, uh, Raina and Jake are, you know, getting a little frisky in the hot tub again. And this time they're kind of bringing Fraser along Mm -hmm. for the ride. It was, okay, like, I feel like this was, like, if this is the only, like, little moment between them, I feel like it was, like, sold to me a little bit wrong. Because I don't think Jake was actually ever, like, into it. I think they basically were just there. They were like drunk, and their heads were being like pushed together. No, I but remember
1: that when they we showed the when they showed that, and we were like, "Ooh, is there gonna?" I remember talking about that, but I don't. Do you think that's gonna be the only scene? I mean,
0: we'll see. But like when it it was hilarious that Jake didn't realize that Fraser was gay, and he was like, "What do you mean you don't have any choices?" Wait,
1: Frazier was like, "I didn't think it was. I didn't think he yeah. needed it needed to be like spelled out for him." Um, but okay.
0: But, like, you know, when that conversation was happening, there wasn't any inkling that Jake might be like also interested in that, so I don't know. But yeah, so then he like casually mentions that he's engaged, and Raina immediately is like, Ugh, I'm out. Uh-uh, can't do that." And like, I would feel that way too. I
1: mean, being engaged is different than just having a boyfriend or just having someone you're talking to. like you're engaged. right.
0: And that's not good. Right and like I mean It's not like they've had some like Super hot and heavy serious relationship But like this is the Second time they've had a night out and it's the second Time they were making out in the hot tub So like if I were Raina I would feel some type of way about That
1: also Jake there's cameras like your Fiance well we don't okay to be fair This is where the
0: episode ends so like It could be an open situation Like saying I'm engaged Doesn't necessarily mean like that you're cheating on your fiance. Like there could be any type of situation that they like agreed on before he left, but I would, s- you should still be upfront about that. And considering mm-hmm. that all of these people are in like various relationship situations, it's weird that they've been together for like a week at this point, And he hasn't mentioned once if he's engaged.
1: Yeah. Very weird. Like everybody else
0: is talking about their boyfriends and stuff, but I don't know.
1: Whatever. Jake.
0: Whatever, whatever floats your boat.
1: <laughs> and on that note, on
0: that, I think that's where we that's 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 us done for the day. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. It's so fun that we're here together nice. in the studio. We'll have to do it again sometime. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. Follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches, and
2: just be cool. Don't be all like right, uncool
1: mention it all is produced by sean kilby and jorge morales pico editing by sean kilby social media by dylan hafer guest booking by nicole pellegrino be sure to follow at bravo by betches on instagram and twitter Batches.